0: Hey, guys, if you hadn't heard, sports betting is now live in Massachusetts. We're passing along this awesome promo for new DraftKings customers. Deposit and place a $5 wager on any sport to get $200 added to your account in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Use our code BASTARDS at sign up to redeem. Using our promo code BASTARDS is a great way to support the pod. So if you don't yet have a DraftKings account, do us a solid and sign up with code BASTARDS and place that first bet. New customers only 21 plus and physically present in Massachusetts. Please gamble responsibly gambling problem. Call 1-800-327-5050 valid one offer per customer minimum $5 deposit and $5 wager required rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets and expire seven days after being awarded. See full terms at draftkings.com.
1: Back to the bastards YouTube channel. Gonna be mixing it up a little bit tonight because this will be broadcast on the Apple podcast uh, and Spotify platforms later in the week. So we're going to draw off of both audiences as always, please like and subscribe to this YouTube channel. You can also comment uh, down below as well. You can talk crap to us if you want. You can be like Cushman's a dumbass for this take, whatever. we'll. You know, we're we'll engage with everyone. So uh hope everybody is enjoying it. Uh we're gonna do some over and unders. We got twelve different scenarios here. And uh, I got Nick with me to go over it. How how you been?
0: Well, after that intro, I just wanted to say thankfully I haven't been cursed or hashed out yet. So uh I'm gonna hopefully that
1: continues. <laughs> I, I had somebody super weirdly Ask in the comments if I was wearing makeup or something, and I I was like, uh, no, I'm just naturally this pretty.
0: <laughs> I'm just beautiful something. inside and out. What can I say? Exactly.
1: That was a weird, uh, I don't know, weird thing to, ask to But that's what the comments are for, and like I said, we'll uh, we'll engage with uh, most of you. So uh, go ahead and hit us up down there. All right, so. Here we go. Uh there's 12 of these. And um I'm gonna start the first six. Nick will take the uh the second six, but of course we'll we'll each weigh on all of them. Sure. So here we go. Kike Hernandez will start 99.5 games at leadoff for the Boston Red Sox. You taking the over or under?
0: I'm gonna go under. And the reason I'm gonna go under is I think that we're going to see a lot of tinkering with this lineup, especially early on. I don't really think Cora knows 100% what he wants to roll out on a consistent basis. I think this is going to really be a wait-and-see kind of approach. I want Kike to be successful. Will that be in the leadoff spot? That's to be determined. But as of right now, I'm going to take the under.
1: I will also take the under. There just seems to be so much momentum behind Tristan Casas taking that spot. And if he thrives in it, hard to imagine they're going to take him out of it, especially with the lineup being kind of as wonky as it is. So before I go on to the next one, some of you might wonder why I set it at 99 and a half, a half number. Uh, you know, if, you, if you've if you never really gambled before on any of the apps, um, y- you would set it at a half number. That way you can, you can take 99 games or you could take 100. If you set it, if you set the over under at 99, nobody could pick that. They'd have to pick either 98 or 100. So you set it at the half number. So the gambling crowd knows exactly, uh, you know, why we set them up that way. And we just wanted to fill in everybody else. So here we go. Number two, Ryan Brazier will finally be DFA'd by the Boston Red Sox by June 1st. Over or under on that? I'm going to take the
0: over on that. I actually think that because this guy has 29 lives, could have more, uh, he's probably going to continue. The good thing, at least on this scenario, is that depth looks like they have a little bit more of that now within the bullpen. So if perhaps Ryan Brazier stinks up the joint, maybe it's not going to be the worst case scenario because you can install somebody else in there and take his crooked neck out of that bullpen.
1: <laughs> yeah, you wonder if he would pitch better if he wouldn't tilt it the way he does. He's a but...
0: friggin' chiropractor.
1: I guess you don't you don't mess with habit. He hasn't looked super great so far in spring training. I am actually going to take the under. I think I think Heimbloom will finally say uncle and end the Ryan Brazier era before June first. So under. I permit. hope you're right. <laughs> Me too. Maybe that's why <laughs> I picked it that way. Here we go. Masataka Yoshida bats over. 300 with 19.5 homers. Are you taking the over or under on those? I'm taking over on this
0: one. I am very, very impressed with what I've seen so far. I know it's the WBC. Some people think it's the greatest thing on earth. Others say whatever. But I'm looking at the sample size of what we're seeing here. First glimpse of what Yoshida can do. And I think that the Red Sox may have actually made a great decision here on investing in this guy because I think that he's going to slot into this lineup well and be better than advertised and silence the critics. So I I expect a pretty damn good season here from Yoshida.
1: I'm still very much a skeptic. Uh, we'll see... You know what becomes of it. Uh, you know we'll get a pretty good sense of it in the uh, first couple of months of the season. But I'm actually going to take the under. I think 19 and a half homers is probably more realistic than the batting 300. I think that would be a massive clip for him to to be hitting. You know that high as far as average. So officially, I'll go under on that. Chris Sale will pitch 135 and a half innings in 2023. That would be the most since I think 2019.
0: I have to go over. I know it's something that you're probably saying because I've been on Chris Sale's butt forever with stepping up to the plate, not getting hurt, not having another bad season. But I really want the Red Sox to do well this season. I do. So I want that innings pitch to get up there. I hope he ends up proving so many people wrong, becomes comeback player of the year, and throws 200-plus innings. Let's remember something on Chris Sale. That arm does not have a lot of mileage on it. So if he's able to stay healthy and give the Red Sox hopefully the ace and
1: what they need, we're in a good position there. I'm still going to take the under, but I will admit I'm like not supremely confident, like having seen him, uh, you know, in a few outings so far in spring training, he looks really good. He looks really healthy. He looks comfortable on the mound, which is something we haven't really seen in five or six years. Uh, A month ago, I would bet, I'd bet my house on the under. I'm way less confident now. And I, I think There is a decent possibility that he could uh, actually pitch more than 135 and a half, but it's one of those things. I'm I'm not going to believe it till I see it. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the under on uh, that. Next, we have Kenley Jansen, the closer for the Boston Red Sox will record 29 and a half saves. 29 and a half saves you taking the over or under on that
0: I'm going to take the under on this just because it's been a while since we've had a stabilizer in that bullpen to close out games back to the Kimbrel days that heart attack closer and everything I am concerned with Jensen regarding the new rules for baseball most definitely on this. And I think we're going to have to see an adjustment of how things go throughout the season here with the pitch clock, with holding runners on and everything he's pitching in the AL East. It's got some of the best teams in baseball there. I know it's kind of similar with how he was with the Dodgers and the Braves and all that kind of thing. The good thing that's with him is he has the experience and that's truly the reason why the Red Sox got him. They wanted somebody with experience that could, be that end guy that they so desperately needed right after the days of without Craig, uh, Craig, without Craig Kimbrell. So having the anchor in the bullpen is great. I just don't think that in this division, in this setting, you're going to see anything over a, you know, 25, 30 saves. I just don't. So I'm on with the under.
1: We're kind of, we're kind of on both sides of the coin here. uh, You know, so far I'm going to take, the over on that the only thing that gives me any hesitancy whatsoever is how often is the rotation in the the earlier part of the bullpen gonna get him a lead Mm -hmm. that's the big thing and I I think the rotation is is the bigger hurdle there um I'm pretty positive on the bullpen overall even with the injury to Jolie Rodriguez uh over the weekend but I, I think he had 41 or 42 last year, led MLB. So I, I think even in a bad year, I, I think I think 20, taking the over on 29 and a half is still somewhat doable. So over for me. Next, Tristan Casas will hit 26 and a half home runs. I'm going to take the under. I'm
0: taking the under on this. And the reason I go with the under is this is really his first season here of getting himself acclimated into this lineup. We still don't know 100% where he's slotting in. Could it be leadoff? Could it be in the five hole, six hole? I think the potential is there to definitely open up the eyes and to definitely hit that ball out of the park. The question's going to be how does he deal with adversity? How does he deal with playing a full season in Major League baseball, adjusting to curveballs, adjusting to all these different pitchers and everything. This is a guy that I'm very high on. I want to see succeed. But I am going with under with this. If he's in the 15 to 20 home run range and has a decent, you know, batting average, OBP, all that stuff, I'll be happy.
1: I'm going to agree with you on this one for sure. I think it'll end up being the under. I think the key for him is what kind of a start does he get off to? If he has a pretty good April and May, then we very well could see the over, but I still think it's, you know, he's, he's got some growing pains to do against major league pitching. He only had, I think, 95 uh, plate appearances last season. So I, I, very encouraging so far in spring training, but uh, I'm just not courageous enough to take the over. So put me uh, at less than 26 and a half for him. All right, go ahead. You're up.
0: So now we're going to jump into our next player. Who's Alex Verdugo and our, 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 segment right here is based on his doubles for the past couple seasons. He's had a decent amount of doubles. We're going 39 and a half. I uh, actually we're going actually hitting 39 right on the right on the money. Will he hit that mark or go over that?
1: What do you think Terry? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, he is coming off of a, a pretty good year. I'm going to take the over and here's why. That, like you said, was the most of his career, hitting 39 last year. And he had a very slow start to the season. Didn't really get consistent until probably late May. So I'm going to say he gets off to a better start. He has close to six full productive months in the regular season. I'll take the over. I think he's going to have the best offensive season of his career this year.
0: I'm actually going to agree with you on this. I'm taking over on that as well. I think that Verdugo has a career year and actually gets the contract that he so desperately wanted from John Henry. The question will be, will it be with the Red Sox or somebody else? So I think he's going to put up a career year. Best to be best is yet to come, in my opinion, for Verdugo. Next player we're going to is Christian Arroyo, and we are going with games played. Will it be over or under 100.5?
1: I love Christian Arroyo. Uh, I, I love the energy he brings, and I, I just think he's a great clubhouse guy. I think he's a future Nesson guy in the booth. I just, I love everything about him, except for the fact he's not very durable. I think Cora is going to have potentially some platoon options in there, uh, especially if Mondesi, even though I'm skeptical on him. Um, uh, so. Unfortunately, I'm going to take the under on uh, on 100.5, but I hope I'm wrong.
0: Durability is his biggest question mark, and that is something that he has to prove. And I am also taking under on that. I think that you're going to see a little bit of Mondesi, maybe some other players stepping in there at second base, and hopefully – Team does fill that second base hole without Trevor Story. So we'll see how that goes. Again, that's with Trevor Story if he comes back playing second base or if he does go to shortstop. It's an excellent. Um, depending on what that arm's going to look like, we don't know, you know, especially coming back, if he comes back quicker than not, maybe he has to go to second base just based on the injury. So we'll see. Uh, Next up will be wins, and we are looking at either over or under 78.5 wins for this season.
1: I've been on record saying it. I'm not sure if it was here on the YouTube channel, but definitely on the uh, regular platforms uh, that I think the Red Sox are only going to win 74. So I will take the under on that.
0: You and I were pretty similar with where we thought this team was going to end when, uh, for this season. I was at seventy six. I was at a little bit of uh, a little bit, you know, a couple games uh, over for you, but I'm still, I'm still under. I still think that this team has a lot to prove pitching wise, and also seeing what this lineup's going to do. So I was at seventy six. So yeah, I am under that as well. Uh, next up, we're going to go to All-Stars, and seeing where this team's at, we've lost JD, we've lost Xander Bogarts, Nate Evaldi, all these different guys who've been All-Stars in the past year or so. Uh, we're at over or under 3.5 All-Stars this year.
1: I think we had four last season, if I'm not mistaken. I think JD made it. He had a hot start. Um fell apart after that. But uh, Bogarts, Devers, I think it was Evaldi, I believe. Evaldi, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So there were a number of them last year. Unfortunately, I am going to take the under. I I think maybe three players in all could, you know, probably a reliever and then two guys from the lineup. But I don't see uh, quite as big of a presence at the All-Star game this year for the Red Sox. So I will take the under. I'm
0: going under on this. I'm going to hit it at actually two. I'm giving it to Devers, and I think Yoshida will be your all-stars for this all-star game for this 2023 season. So that's a bold statement. We'll see what happens from there. Uh, Next up, we are going with a player that I'm very high on in the minors. Uh, His name is Sedain Raffaella. And my question here was, will he be on this team come the All Star break?
1: I'm gonna take the over on that. I think it'll. Pro- I think realistically, for him to debut with all the so called depth that we have, uh, especially if guys like Mondesi are going to come up and and be productive, despite my skepticism, Trevor Story. Like you mentioned, some of those moves could force Kike into the outfield, potentially. I just don't think there really is a spot for him unless we do only win 70-something games, at which point some players will have been traded, so that'll open up some spots, and then you could uh, potentially try him out in August and September just to get an idea of what 2024 will look like for him. So I'm going to take the over on the uh, all-star break for Rafaela.
0: I think right now I have to take the over. But again, I'm still questioning what this whole durability thing is going to be with Arroyo, Mondesi, Kike at shortstop. They've all been dinged up throughout their career this is a guy that is definitely on the depth chart where he could slot in at one of those positions so the right now factor for me is is why I'm going with the over I could see him up earlier than expected if something goes wrong and he is of need the next one that we have it's our final one is going to actually be tailored again uh, for the Yankees So we are at 93.5 wins for the Yankees this season. Is that going to be over or under Terry?
1: As much as I hate to say it, uh, they always win usually mid to upper nineties and sometimes even over a hundred. They do have some injury concerns this year. I haven't checked on Carlos Rodon's status, but I think he had a shoulder issue going on or maybe an elbow issue. It was, Something that was uh, considered to be serious, uh, Luis Severino, always a wild card, uh, seems to be healthy so far, and they're gonna be gambling on guys like As Oswell Peraza and Anthony Volpe to, you know, be stellar this year uh, in their rookie campaigns. So a lot kind of has to go right, but I just can't. I mean, until they prove that they're more mortal than uh you know than they have been i i have to take the over on that at, at least 94 wins or above
0: i hope my uncle's listening because he's a lifelong yankee fan and this one i'm going to throw right at him in his face <laughs> i am going under for this there is no way in hell i can ever root for the yankees so going under gives me great joy and I am hoping that this season for the Yankees turns out to be disastrous. You've already seen so many injuries from some of their prized possessions they got for the offseason. Carlos Radon is one. I also, I absolutely hate that Aaron Judge contract. So I wouldn't be one, I would not be one of the teams that would want to pay Aaron Judge the amount of money that the Yankees gave him. I think that that was something that they just had to do. And I think that they're banking on a lot of their young guys here, as you mentioned from the two choices that you had right there. I mean, I think the Yankees right now, truthfully, are a little overrated. I actually fear the Toronto Blue Jays or the or the Rays at the current moment more than I do the Yankees. And I can tell you that with a straight face.
1: Yeah. And um, I mean, it could happen. I, I think. One of the X factors to me is DJ LeMahieu. If he comes back and has a healthy, productive year, he's just so good and can help them win yep. so many different ways. Um, it, it's tough, but I just feel like it's it, it could be over. If the pitching doesn't, you know, if, if Cortez gets dinged up, um, you know, Cole has a little bit of an off year, absolutely they could win less and and if some of these prospects don't pan out the way they're expecting then that could be as well so we will wrap on that i hope everybody enjoyed it a little bit longer because again we were going to be putting this on the uh the bigger platform so i hope you enjoyed it most of our videos going forward 10 minutes or less so it's a much different pace we typically tackle just one major topic so again for the apple podcast and spotify crew listening to this go ahead over to youtube and uh, give us a like and subscribe and perhaps some of our youtube uh people will cross over to apple and spotify hope everybody uh has had a good week and we'll be back as things develop take care we appreciate